Hi, my name is Alexi, and I'm the Director of Training here at Opto22. In this screencast, I'd like to introduce you to some of the features of Pack Manager. What is Pack Manager? It's a configuration and maintenance utility used with all Snap Pack system controllers and brains. Let's get started. Here's Pack Manager, which is used to configure, inspect, and troubleshoot Snap Pack hardware. Pack Manager works with the Snap Pack S series and R series controllers as well as the SnapPak EB brains. Pack Manager can handle a variety of tasks, including assigning and changing IP addresses, upgrading firmware, configuring I.O. advanced features and protocols, and inspecting and testing I.O. points. For this screencast, I'll be using a SnapPak Learning Center. The Learning Center has a SnapPak R, which serves as both a controller and I.O. processor. Since the SnapPak system is based on an Ethernet network, the first thing I need to do with a new pack is assign an IP address to the ENET1 connector, which is the primary Ethernet connection. I'll go to Tools, Assign IP Address. When you power up a new SnapPak controller or brain, it broadcasts its MAC address and a request for an IP address. MAC addresses are listed on the label on the outside of the hardware. I'll double-click the MAC address of my SnapPak R controller. Then I'll type in the IP address in subnet mask that I want to assign to it. I'll click OK. To send the IP address, I'll click Assign. And to verify the address, I can click on Test. This reply lets me know that my PAC hardware responds to the new address. I'll go ahead and close all of these windows. Occasionally, you may want to upgrade the firmware on your packs, perhaps to use it with a new version of the software. I'll go to Tools, Install Firmware via Ethernet. This link here will take you to Opto22's webpage to get the latest firmware. On the website, I'll select my hardware and the file name. I'll click Download Now and save it to the desktop on my PC. Back in Pack Manager, I'll browse to select the file on my PC. I'll select it and click Open. Then I'll select the IP address of my pack and click Execute. This step downloads the firmware file from my PC to the pack hardware. When it's completed, I'll click Close. There's another feature that's extremely useful for network maintenance. I'll go to Tools. Find Opto22 MMP devices. I'll click Find, and Pack Manager will display a list of all of the Ethernet-based Opto22 devices on your network, including their IP addresses, firmware versions, and part numbers. Now I'm going to open up a configuration file that I already created by exporting my I.O. configuration from Pack Control. I'll go to File, Open. I'll select my tag database file and click Open. You can also create this file from scratch in Pack Manager. You should use Pack Manager for I.O. configuration if you aren't using Pack Control, or if you have multiple I.O. units whose configurations are identical, or if you want to configure communication protocols such as PPP or SMTP, or if you want to configure special purpose modules. 
In this configuration file, I have one I.O. unit, which uses the PAC-R as the I.O. processor. Taking a look at the modules on the rack, I have seven of them. Notice they are a mix of digital and analog, including the high-density 32-channel digital input module. PAC Manager can also configure special purpose modules, such as the Wiegand, Profibus, or Motion Control modules. If I select the serial module, I can set up the configuration parameters for the serial devices connected to the module, such as baud rate, parity, data bits, and stop bits. PAC Brains and the PACR controller have a lot of built-in functionality at the I.O. unit level. Let me show you an example of an event message which is simply data and text that can be sent by the brain in a variety of ways. In this example, the information about the low tank level will be sent via email and via an SNMP trap. The data sent will even contain the current value of the tank because I used a plug-in here in the message body. The Communications button is used to configure the various protocols PAC brains and controllers can talk. For example, for the email message, I can specify the address of the email server. I can also implement some IP security. And if my PAC hardware will be connected to a modem, I can configure the PPP, or point-to-point -point protocol. I can set up both incoming and outgoing communications. Once I've created the configuration file, I need to send it to the PAC-R. I can even send it to multiple I.O. units at once if they have similar configurations. I'll select Tools, Send Configuration to I.O. Unit. I'll select the IP address of my PAC-R and click Send. This programs the I.O. unit with the features I've specified. Now let's go to the Inspect mode by clicking on this button here. The inspect mode is used to look at hardware status and test I.O. First, I need to select my device from the list. If my IP address wasn't listed, I could just type it in. Once I've selected it, I need to click Status Read. There's a lot of useful status information here, such as the firmware version of my PAC-R. There's also a lot of diagnostic information, such as Ethernet errors. On the status write page, I can set various system parameters. For example, I can configure a controller's secondary IP address, which can be used for segmented or redundant networking. Other useful commands include the ability to store configuration to flash and to reset the configuration to defaults. Next, I'm going to investigate the local I.O. points. The Digital Bank button lets me see the status of all digital points on the I.O. unit at once. This information is listed here in hex. To see an individual point, I'll click Digital Point. I'll select the module number, which corresponds to the module's position on the rack, and then the point number. Currently, the point is off. If I turn it on by pressing this switch down and click Refresh, I can see the point status is now on. I can also use this screen to turn on points. I'll select Module 1, which is a digital output module, and Point 3. I can then turn the point on and off with these buttons here. This feature is very useful for troubleshooting your system. Now let's take a look at some high-density I.O. I'll select Module number 6, which is a high-density digital output module. 
I can view the status of all 32 points, and because these are outputs, I can toggle the state of a point by double-clicking on it. Finally, let's take a quick look at some analog I.O. I've got an ICTD temperature module on position 3, and an ICTD sensor connected to point 0. I can see it's about 78 degrees in this room right now. If necessary, I could recalibrate any of my analog inputs by adjusting the gain and offset in this screen. Now I'll select Module 2, which is an analog output module. Point 0 is connected to my meter. To test my meter, I can type 5000 here, for example, click Apply, and my meter moves to that value. Thanks for watching my Pack Manager screencast. Be sure to check out the other movies and flash presentations in the Learn section of our website. See you next time.